Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, everybody. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And how is everybody today? And yes, unfortunately, he's not back yet, but we may get a surprise call. So we'll see what happens because he is feeling better. And uh, thank you for all the prayers for him. Uh, But we do have, well... You know, after last week, he kind of inched his way up from 30 feet down to 20. So we'll see how he does this week. The earthworm himself. Andrew, good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And then, as always, our dear friend and the encyclopedia of everything in fishing, uh, director of the Penn Fishing Universities, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Andrew. Good Good morning. morning. So, and guess what? What? I have an (laughs) in-house guest, and I cannot believe it. And you know what? Mia is here. Mia is here. He's in the house, (laughs) and uh, I couldn't believe it. So we're going to get a little update, on, I believe, on lobster fishing and a couple other places. Oh, yeah. But let's turn it over to andrew and blow out the uh freshwater report andrew take it away yeah definitely so we are going to start this one just a little bit different with a huge congratulations to one angler his name is abisai now abisai was fishing earlier in the week at lake wolford on a boat with uh with two of his uh, family members uh they're out there they're actually looking for the catfish and that's exactly what they found. Not only did they get seven other catfish, and the second biggest one that they caught was a 20.4-pound cat out of Lake Wolford. But then Abisel was soaking his nightcrawler, hooked on some 12-pound test that he would have never dreamed that he would have found. He ended up catching a 71.2-pound blue catfish which set the new lake record uh, for Lake Wolford. Wow. What a what a catch, what a fight. They said that he fought it for about 45 minutes, um, you know, and, and uh, uh, unfortunately this fish came up uh, a lot more tired than they would have expected, um, so they did uh, take it home. Um, and this fish, I, so, so far what I've heard is since then they've had three huge meals already and <laughs> what, uh, what pound <laughs> test was he using did, did, did he say uh, 12, 12, 12 pound test okay. on a number four uh number four hook uh soaking a nightcrawler oh cool wow that's yeah, a pretty so amazing was, fish what a fight 70 pounds man. yeah so 71 pounds <laughs> yeah, Can you epic, that? epic fight a, a lot of people did would never even think that there was a 71 pounder swimming around but 
Apparently bet you there's was. a lot bigger fish around here everywhere. These these fish have been around so long they're they're wise to everything and and. Well, when you look at Lake Wilford, too, it's a pretty small lake. It's yeah. comparative to a lot of the lakes in San Diego. I'll bet you there's around. big ones still at Santa Ana River Lakes and, 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 and Elsinore. I'll bet you there's some big ones swimming around. No doubt, for sure. There's some big catfish, but for that size lake to catch oh, yeah. a 71 pounder, that's that, that is amazing. Half the size so how long them. do they think it was in there, Andrew? They th- guess? Um, they're, they're estimating that fish to at least be uh, anywhere uh, right above 20 years old around there. Steve, what do you think? It, it, it should be noted that this was a blue catfish. Obviously, it's, it's bigger than, than channel catfish ever get, which channel catfish are the species that's planted about 98% of the time in California. Um, the, uh, the DFW formerly DFG, does not like blue catfish because unlike other catfish, they are active predators. They don't, although this fish was caught on a nightcrawler, which is pretty cool, um, they swim around, they chase other fish, they eat them. Um, They don't eat what's on the bottom. So in a lake like Wolford, actually, where they plant a lot of trout, and the lake is not that big, the trout don't really have that many places to go, Mm. a blue cat like that is chasing them down and eating them getting huge just like a basswood mm. no that's pretty cool so new lake record huh, andrew yeah yeah it's the official new lake record um weighed right there at the at the lake so they were pretty excited about that even though a lot of people wish that he would have released it but not uh not abacil he <laughs> like i said he's He's been enjoying himself having big family feasts with that thing. Well, you know, and, and I don't I don't blame anybody then because obviously, you know, they like catfish and they do anything, but if you're just out there fishing for, and, you know, we're going to get into a topic later today on about fishing. Um, but, yeah, hey, you know what? Paid your money. You have a right. And, um, you know, you're right. I wish you'd let it go. But, hey, they have a right. Catch what you want. Yeah. As long as you're going to eat it, and obviously he did. So, I mean, that's a lifetime fish catch. That's yeah, a catch absolutely. of a lifetime, something that you're going to mount on your wall. Definitely, he's probably got some good I would have mounted the it. head on the wall. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, like I said, that was a really cool catch um, down there. Um, now let's get now let's get into it. So uh, uh, we're going to start uh, where actually Tony is usually sleeping at this time, um, Mountain Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Lakes, uh, they're stocking uh, a thousand pounds of rainbow trout every week, and Thursday was no different. Uh, they put a thousand pounds of fish in, uh, five hundred pounds in each lake. Uh, these fish are coming from Rice Rainbows. Now, what I've been hearing from some of the anglers that were fishing on Friday. Um, these fish came a little bit bigger this time, so uh, they would say it's about a one-and-a-half-pound average, uh, but there was many two-pounders caught uh, in the stock. So it, it's kind of cool to see them, you know, stock a little bit heavier this time. Um, and then, of course, you know, the uh, the big stocking is happening. Um, not going to release that date just yet, but they are going to have a plant. So anyone who belongs in Mount Lassen, they are going to have a stock coming up uh, uh I'll say soon-ish, uh, with uh, Mount Lass and Rainbows, uh, uh, 3,000 pounds to be exact. Nice. Um, that are coming in. And then and then there's going to be, uh, I think it's 400 pounds in that 300 pounds that are going to be in the 3 to 12-pound size. So they are going to have some better fish put in. 
Um, let's see. So from there, uh, Fisherman's Retreat down the street a little bit in Redmond. Uh, they've been stocking every week, uh, typically every Friday. They're getting their fish from uh, Jess Ranch. And uh, a few weeks ago, uh, they had a nine, I think it was just over nine pounder uh, caught. Uh, but the average, same thing in that one to two pound range. Um, but they are seeing, you know, that three to five pounder occasional uh, trout show up as well. So there's been some pretty decent ones from there. Now, let's go to the big fish lake. Santa Ana River Lakes. Santa Ana River Lakes continues every single week to put a full truckload in, 5,000 pounds of fish. Um, and these fish have been very impressive. So far, uh, the big fish of the season is uh, over 14 pounds. Um, I know for sure they have a few in there that are that are right around that 20-pound range. Uh, a few weeks ago when I was there actually to watch them stock, uh, there was one that was definitely over 20 pounds. Um, I know we got into it uh, a lot about Santa Ana River Lake last week, um, you know, covering, you know, where these fish go and stuff like that. And what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, 50 feet offshore from pretty much the majority of the lake, you're already in 40 feet of water. That's right. how deep this lake gets. And it's like, and then from there you go 60 to 80 feet offshore, and then now you're in 50 feet of water. So these fish have a lot of area to, to, to disappear in once they're stocked. And it makes a lot of sense why that big one wasn't hasn't been caught yet, but, man, it's, that's a that's a giant trout. Well, I, I know uh, that we we talked about it last week about the big ones being stocked in there, and and um, I'm just curious. Uh, and Steve, are they okay? So they're raising about three feet of water, correct? Uh, it depends, but yeah, yeah uh, it, three is probably no more than seven or eight. Right, and and they swim in circles, and they're fed uh, regularly because that's how they get them to grow, obviously, but. Um, how long do you think it takes them to acclimate to where they would stop swimming close to shore? Because that's where you usually catch most of them. Well, a lot depends on the, on the water temperature. And I used to watch that very closely at Irvine Lake, uh, where we would be working, you know, prior to the big, uh, in, in the old days, under the old Irvine Lake management, where we would be working for, um, you know, the, uh, the season opener, which would usually be on a Friday. And the trout would usually be put in on a Tuesday, and we would have press day, VIP day, mooching employees day, call it whatever you want. That would usually be on Wednesday, the, the very next day after the trout were stocked. And you only had to go literally about, I remember one time I had a, a major VIP in, in, the, uh, in the boat with me, and he had his, uh, a couple of his, of his kids, so I knew right where the ball was. Uh, you, you literally had to go about 100 feet off the dock and about 20 feet, south of the uh, uh, of the ramp where they dumped them in and it was looked like um, you know the big tank on a, on a sport fishing boat <laughs> uh, right <laughs> however I should add that the fish were very very willing to bite um, they weren't moving around the lake very much but they were willing to bite and so those fish were stocked on a Tuesday typically by Friday when the public was let in, uh, they were they they had some of them moved you know a mile or more so uh, yeah you know a lot of it does have to do with temperature because they have to uh, number one they they sort of starve the fish before they transport them because believe it or not and this is like another subject 
this is going to sound like a joke, but fish get seasick. So, so if they're in a truck that's you know that's that's going down the freeway, fish and, and, and whatnot, they really can't have fish with full stomachs. So when they put them in the lake, they they haven't eaten for a while. So as soon as they basically acclimate to the water temperature, if you can find them, they'll bite. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, so I mean, you know, he's right. It's it's you know, sometimes they're they they bite right away, sometimes they take a day, and then sometimes, you know, you can catch them two, three days later, um, in still that really shallow water. But from kind of what I'm seeing is that let's just say they stock on Thursday and then typically by uh, uh, by Sunday, Monday, the tights re- uh, the bite is uh, uh, really hard, you know, going shallow, and then these things are off, you know, 20, 30 feet offshore, um, and then pretty much you get deeper every day uh, past that. But another uh, factor of why they would move even faster would be what's chasing them. If this lake has a lot of pelicans and comorances and, and you know, different things like that that are chasing these fish, you know, it's definitely going to push them deeper, faster as well. So just depends kind of what's going on at each lake. I think you mentioned so, something pretty pretty, uh, pretty good there, Andrew, as far as how, where they're at and how far they go out. One of the things that uh, a lot of people ask about that I've seen online, a lot of questions too, is uh, how, to, how to see, how to determine where they're at as far as, um, you know, are they 30 feet away? Are they 20 feet away? And a lot of times, if you're just bait and waiting, you might miss that big fish. But if you're, if every few minutes, you whatever you're using, whether it's a night crawler or doe bait or any type of uh, lure, you're actually able to cast out further and then try to see where they're at in the water level. They could be at two or three, four feet. You change your, um, you change your leader to what's going to match the best the best bites that you're getting you might be reeling it in and if you're using a night crawler or bait and waiting you might be you might be 15 feet away but as you're literally crawling that in maybe every 10 to 15 minutes if you're not getting any bites just do a little jig bring it in a couple of rounds and then you know you're three or four feet closer to that fish so it really depends on on how how the water level is uh what kind of weather the structure is going to be big depending on you know every lake's got a little bit different structure but i think that's going to be key to catching some of those bigger fish is just not necessarily just bait and waiting but moving that moving that lure moving that bait a little bit closer yeah exactly so yeah that's so Tony brings up a good point too. Um, always, you know, always move around, and then once you finally locate the fish, you know, kind of focus in that zone. Another thing that also helps is that, let's say, for instance, you're at San Andrew Lakes on a Tuesday, and you know the bite's slow wherever you're sitting, but yet you're looking to your right, you know, 100 yards to your right, and you're watching these comorants and the pelicans go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in the same area. They're not doing that to stretch your legs and try out for the Pelican Olympics. <laughs> they're doing that because the fish are under them, and they know that's the zone that they're in, and, and you know, they're trying to eat. So, so have that in mind. Cast out, you know, in front of you in that same zone, and nine times out of ten, there's going to be fish in front of you that are in that same, you know, same little area. So, well, you know, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, uh-huh. It's the same thing as in the ocean. You, know, you look worth for the birds, you know, the activity of the birds. So that would be, and you know, you brought that up last week, and it's the same for freshwater guys. Just watch for the activity. 
Yeah, exactly. So Pelican, um, Pelican that kind of Olympics, up, I like huh? that. that, that uh, I've never heard of that that event. <laughs> yeah, the Pelican Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to work so, out. Anyway, so anyway, that, that kind of sums up San Ana River Lakes. And another option too, guys. I mean, if you know, if, if you know, you're showing up to you know San Ana River Lakes, and and for instance, that day that I was there the last time. The line in the morning was all the way past Tustin Avenue. And, you know, people are like, oh, there's so many people here. You know, we're not going to find a spot. But there's always an option. That's to rent a boat. I was way back there, got in line, you know, got in line, got into the, into the facility there finally, came right up to the, 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 uh, the store there, said, hey, I want to rent a boat. And you know what they told me? I was the first person to rent a boat. After 400-plus cars went in already. I was the first person to rent a boat, and I had probably 90% of that lake all to myself because once you're past a certain point of shore range, a lot, you know you can't really cast out that far, and it's like oh, I think there was 12 float tubers on the lake. So I got the trolling, and you know, like I said, we I found them really quick, and and you know, and kind of stayed on them, and then it was multiple species. It wasn't just trout in there. We we you know, we were on the bass and the crappie, so. It was uh, Santa Ana River Lakes has a lot of options, you know, if you if you extend the way you know the way you fish and try different things. So that's uh, that's Santa Ana River Lakes. Now from there, uh, you have the San Bernardino County Regional Parks, which is made up of Guasti, Glen Helen, Yucaipa, Parado, and Mojave Narrows. Now they uh, uh, they have been stocking every week uh, on Thursday, six hundred and forty four pounds from uh, Jess Ranch. At, uh, at each location. Uh, uh, and these fishermen coming in hungry. The only okay. way. Uh, hey, Andrew, fish- hold on a minute. We gotta, we've already burnt through a, one whole segment already, so we'll get ready to. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Warp Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free. Private Charters. The Dana Warp Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea. Featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. 
Hi, I'm Pat McDonald. Join me at California's premier outdoor recreation shows. The LeVar Hall shows January 25th to 28th at the Long Beach Convention Center and February 15th to the 18th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Whether it's great retail tackle bargains at hundreds of booths, dozens of daily seminars over four days by the experts, the latest in boats, kayaks, and accessories, the Hall family shows presented by Progressive Insurance deliver the ultimate outdoor experience. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, we're talking about uh, um, Santa River Lakes. And, you know, it's funny. We were talking last week about, and I mentioned, you know, people keep telling me. And sure enough, I got a text midway. Uh, through the week and says, hey, I'm going to uh, Santa River Lakes. Where should I go? And I go, in the lake. Get there early. <laughs> and get there early because you're not going to, you know, and if you really want to know, talk to people around there. But I gave him your phone number, Andrew, but I don't think he called you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just told him to call the, call the Santa River Lakes and talk to the guys, and they'll tell you what you need and what to bring. And I went over a few things with him and, um, but he says, I've been there three or four times, never caught a thing. I said, well, I can show you 30, 40, 50 people that do every time they go. And, and you just got to find your spot. Now, Ron, speaking about that lake, you caught on. We were there not yes, too long ago. And that's right. You, we were float tubing in one of the, one of the, the yep. lakes there, and you caught on to something that was so big. Tell us – just tell everybody. I mean, that was a giant fish, and I was watching the whole thing. Well, that was the that was one of the few times that I actually had I had six pound uh, braid and with a six pound uh, fluorocarbon top shot, so I had a little Giant more on hook. there. But no, I had that little tiny like a two or a uh, four mosquito, yeah. And boy, like you said, we were float tube. Next thing I know, hey Tony, and I'm dragging me, dragged me from the north end of the lake, and we ended up <laughs> all the way into the bushes on the other side. I could not stop him, and and. Um, finally we got got it i got it closed up and then boom it came off and the hook was almost straight almost straight almost out straightened completely. out and um that was fun and but you know um i was gonna give you a call this week and about heading back out there again because i talked to this um uh oh my gosh your best friend and my best friend we were gonna go out there and float tube and but anytime you're ready and they go oh isn't it cold no well, now they're like Andrew said, they're stuck in those giant trout, and that's, those are fish of a lifetime, especially those bigger 10, 10 pound plus fish. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah, and I still have not caught a double digit trout, so maybe that's what I'll do. So go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry, man. That's a, but that was that was fun. That took, took me for a ride. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there 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 is going to be a chance for all of us actually to catch a double digit trout, and that's coming up in a week from today mm-hmm. and i bring this up because it's i mean there's people that look forward to this all year yep what i'm talking about is the opener for palmdale fin and feather palmdale fin and feather opener is finally a week away january 13th if you're not a member here you are missing out this place is probably one of well i would say definitely top two top two lakes because of course lake elsinore is our favorite lake this place is our top 
I'm not going to say that. The fishing's phenomenal. How do, how do I say it? I mean, you have options for many, many trout, bass, crappie, bluegill, carp, catfish, and this is one of the places that the carp like to eat arrows. So, of course, it's going to be my top, you know, one of my top choices. Well, not only that, you can pick up a gun and shoot a, shoot the birds. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, definitely. If, if, if and you're I, a bird hunter, um, you know, you can definitely, you, they have a duck season, you know, wide open right now. Um, I believe the last day to hunt would probably be on Wednesday, I yeah, think it is. That's what I was going to uh-huh. tell everybody, that if you haven't done it yet, you don't, it, Wednesday's the last day. Um, mm-hmm. Because this next Saturday, and you mentioned it, we are going to be filming that. So it is crowded, but you know they have memberships that are available. Um, Andrew, you have the phone numbers, right? So you know, give that out. Uh, and um, if you have not never been there, it's like fishing in an aquarium. The palm dolphin and feather stocks more big fish. fish. I mean, thousands and thousands of pounds for their members, and it is off the hook. And aren't, that is why it's so exciting. Aren't they going to put like ninety thousand pounds in there, Andrew, this year? Uh, it's it's going to be just shy of five hundred thousand dollars worth okay. um, uh, of rainbow trout. And uh, uh, for the opener, uh, actually on Thursday, they're going to have a big load of the lightning trout put in. Uh, and these fish are going to come in from four to nine pounds for lightnings. There could be a couple tens in there. Um, for lightnings, and then they're going to be putting in, along with that, uh, bigger rainbows as well. So, I mean, we're basically going to have a total of 15 uh, 15 to 17,000 pounds of fish that are untouched for anybody showing up on Saturday on the 13th. And, I mean, if you think about it, that is the heaviest amount of fish put in in California at one time that nobody's been able to, to fish so far this year. Um, you know, 15, 15 to 17,000 pounds is what we get to play with for the first, you know, two days of the opener. And it's like, and I mean, it, it, if, if you guys, you know, if anyone listening is thinking about becoming a member, I, first off, I always say go there, go there to the office, ask them, say, hey, can I, can I look around the lake? And, you got, and they, they'll get you on the golf cart. They'll drive you around the lake to kind of check things out. You can see the different docks, you know, see how, how much area it is. I mean, it's, it's you know, we pull out the boats there. It's, it's uh, I think it's two miles, two mile uh, uh, of shoreline um, around that lake. Um, if anyone's interested, you know, obviously, you know, you can go there at uh, 600 East Avenue S uh, in Palmdale or give them a call at uh, 661-947-2884. Um, and, you know, as far as price-wise, you know, if you mention, you know, Angler Chronicles or Max Fish Report, uh, your first year, this is first year only, uh, initial fee goes from $1,075. Uh, it gets discounted 10%, which comes out to nine sixty-seven fifty. Now, I know when you hear that number, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that, that sounds like a lot for fishing. But do the math. Your membership includes yourself, your spouse, and any kids you have that are under the age of 18. So let's just say you have three kids and you're married. That's five people for one membership that you can fish all year long besides Thursdays starting January 13th to November 18th for $967. Now, what does that break down to? Basically, 233 days of fishing if you decide to fish there six days a week which comes out to $4.15 a day for five 
people in your family. So that's you, your wife, and your say your your three kids under the age of eighteen, which sounds pretty good, right? Now what gets even better? Your second year membership. So let's say you pay your renewal and you become a member or you stay a member again. Now your one year cost goes all the way down to four hundred and eighty dollars. Now what does that break down to? With two hundred and thirty three days of fishing. Remember, it's Monday to Sunday, except Thursdays, because they are closed on Thursday. That comes down to $2.06 a day to fish. That's it. $2 for, for, your, for your immediate family. Now, if you have friends that want to come out and come fish with you, uh, they pay a $25 a day fee, up to five guests on your membership. So now you can bring your family of five people you, your spouse, your three kids, five of your friends who pay their fee of 25 bucks, and now you've got 10 people in your little group that can initially go out there and catch fish. And that's just, that's just you know, I'm, this is just for trout, you know, up until April when they stock. I mean, they stock catfish. You, if you have, you know, you want to look for bass, they have big, you know, largemouth out there. They have you know, the crappie, you know, crappie are biting like crazy. And the crappie, I would say average crappie is above a pound. That's their average. But for the most part, every crappie that I've caught has been uh, uh, two pounds or even uh, larger than that. Yeah, like and they I, have just so I know they have big bass there because I've seen it. Tony and I both saw it um, chasing them. Um, bass, crappie, yeah, trout, catfish. And, it's like the hidden gem of that area, you guys. If yeah. you haven't been out there, Andrew's right. You just got to go and experience it. Tony and I it. lost a competition because a bass came up and ate the trout that was on the line, and and I called foul because they were losing using live fin bait. So, but as a bycatch, right? As a bycatch. <laughs> but that was a we've had some incredible days there. Bass. We've had some incredible days, and we just stocked them up with the with uh, of course all the bite on garlic and bite on crimson, the Mac label. Um, they are completely stocked up, but you know, like anything else, you get a lot of questions on what's going to, what are you going to use, what are you going to, what's going to be in your tackle box to catch these monster fish, these big trout that they're stocking. All right, so Tony, another segment down. We're going to go to a break now. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. 
Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AMA 30. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, you know, we were talking about music, and Sergio should be back next week, and so we'll probably get a different genre of music. Um, I was going to play some uh, uh, country western here. I like uh, your rock and roll. And uh, well, you know, it's uh, everybody thinks I only like rock and roll. That's not true. I like all music, of course, provided it's music. And um, mm-hmm. are you saying but, that my music is not music? What do you think, Steve? <laughs> well, uh, people like what they like. A lot of it has to do with your with what you're raised on. Uh, obviously, a lot of it has to do with your kind of your age group. So, what is popular when you're certain age? Let's just say between twelve and twenty, you almost always favor that, and for. Well, a lot of people, um, they you know, they like everything. It just depends on what you like. As they say, something for everyone. That's right, absolutely, and I agree with that. And from twelve to twenty, I was into music, and hey, I have the original Alley Oop record. So hey, um, wow, by the Hollywood Argyle. Yes, absolutely. And you want to check out? You want to see how much that thing's worth? Check oh, it out. That, um, yeah. But um, that dates you though. That dates you though. <clears throat> it does, but you know what? Country western, everything. I absolutely love it, and I'm actually really getting into more country western than I have. Um, uh, as long as it's good music and it it makes you uh, memories and and all those good things, it's all good. So now most most <clears throat> country music artists, not most, but a large number of the country music artists are also into fishing. I know other other music forms. Not so much. I mean, there, you always have individuals, and uh, in the classic rock genre, a very avid fisherman is Alice Cooper, and the most serious, hardcore angler, I mean, this guy would rather fish than play, and he's a good player, Eric, Eric Clapton. Clapton. Yep. I, I, read, I read that. He's actually, when he's not at home, he's fishing. Yep. Or, or, or touring, whatever. But So anyways... Uh, Andrew, go ahead and finish up, and because we got a, you know, actually we've got a few things we want to talk about, and a few things I want to mention, and so, and I know we haven't talked about our favorite spot yet, but so go ahead and finish up with what you got. Yeah, definitely. So, so that kind of sums up what's happening um, on Saturday at, at Palmdale Fin and Feather. Um, they also have a, a, a big raffle going on for a, a, a trailer um, over there. So definitely check that out on their on their website. So you have a chance. I think it's a twenty dollar raffle ticket. 
um, you know, to try and win a trailer uh, that they have there as well. Um, also, to tie it into our next spot, uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather uh, for biggest fish uh, caught for the weekend. Uh, uh, Jonathan uh, actually donated a, uh, a campsite from Launch Point. I believe it's uh, uh, the rental, uh, one of the rentals out there. Um, uh, so whoever gets the biggest fish there at Palmdale for opening weekend uh, will also win um, uh, a spot there at Launch Point. So speaking of Launch Point, uh, let's go ahead and go stop at our, our favorite lake, the one that, uh, that Tony calls home. Um, Tony, how, how's it been out there? You know, for Lake Elsinore, they are continuing over the over the last couple of years. First of all, they've had a great stocking program, and they're stocking, you know, thousands of heads of F1 quality bass. They're stocking, but they're they're fingerlings. They're smaller, and then of course they've got you know um, all the different species that you can fish for there. It is going to be, and I'm really looking forward to the Dream Extreme this year. It's probably going to be the the biggest year for some of the newer fish uh, that have been put in over the last couple of years. There's some big catfish being caught. The catfish are, are, have been elusive lately, but, you know, the um, the, the fish stocking is going to help, I think, with the the overall catch. I mean, you've got a lot of different species. You've got five or six different species there now, and uh, it's going to be one of those years that's going to be for the records. They're getting bigger. There's a lot of fish that have been put in that have been growing over the last couple of years, and they continue to stock pretty healthy. So not only is their stocking program going to help, but there's some there's some big catfish. The last time I was out float tubing just a couple of weeks ago, you know, we caught on to we caught on to some some very interesting fish, and they they were, you know, when we were out there uh, just not too long ago, Ron, you know, what a year and a half, two years ago, we had caught and got it on film yeah. a 13 pound catfish. I've been out fishing with William William Johnson when he was uh, he was running that the the lake area and he would tell you exactly where to go and we were catching fish from nine to 13 pounds and these are catfish so you know there's some big quality fish there they've got the uh the bait and tackle store that's open and overall i mean it's going to be a season to to really get in there yeah i i remember i caught that catfish on the the dock which you're not allowed to really fish there was it a turtle fish or a catfish no i caught that the, the catfish danny filmed it uh right there along the dock yeah. and then i caught that big turtle but uh they called me turtle ron for quite a while uh thing tried to bite my finger off so i made sergio unhook it so <laughs> but uh tried to bite me guys i mean me of all people i just can't believe that i'm so nice of them well the nice thing about the uh lake elsinore fishing too it's it's wide open from shore fishing you can get out on a boat you can float tube you can kayak it's an all all water sport type of uh lake they've got some really great things going on um over the next few months and over the next season that we're going to start to see right and, and i think aren't they going to put those new aerators in there the, the new uh, system that gives a lot more the really microscopic uh, air bubbles yeah the nano bubble technology which is scheduled to for about eight or nine more months and uh the idea is in fact i, I went to the uh kind of grand opening for or presentation for the nano bubbles and um it's incredible they've got these these uh these machines that really help clear up the um, the the water levels and you know the idea is to help clear the algae for a long-term period of time not just a short-term fix and uh, we're going to start to see some some uh, clearer waters which will help i think the uh you know the fishing activity and um 
I think it's going to really help clear up the water, you know, for the long term. But ultimately, I think it's going to make the fishing just go off the hook. And I'm I'm still I'm still an advocate for one of the biggest, largest bass. I think there's going to be a world class bass caught out of there within the next few years. I agree. I I saw this once they stocked uh, F1 Florida strain, correct? Uh, they were stocking the small. No, they were stocking a combination. Right. Uh, a few years ago, they stocked a lot of the F1s, but recently they've been stocking the regular bass that are you know that are they put in fifty thousand head. So when you when you put in those type of fish, it's going to be. Uh, they're going to grow over the years. There's a lot of activity. There hasn't been any any fish die-offs. It's a very healthy lake, and uh, it's open for fishing. It's open. Cool. When you plant when you plant F1s, and if there's regular, which is Florida strain bass, pure Florida strain bass, and there's northern strain or regular, in, I can't do air quotes on the radio, air quotes, regular largemouth bass, they will hybridize right away. Um, and then you get what's called an F2 which is just a hybrid, but those F1s, the original F1s that are in the lake, or if two F1s happen to happen to spawn together, and you continue to get the pure F1s, those are the bass with the, uh, with the largest potential growth. In a lake with no trout like Elsinore, uh, you can get, theoretically, with a lot of food, and there's a lot of food in Lake Elsinore, you can get bass up to over 18, maybe as much as 20 pounds. The only way you get those 22, 23 pounders is with trout to eat, uh, and then the then the F, the F twos, which is a hybrid of the of the northern and the Floridas, those will top out without trout to eat 16, 17 pounds. Pretty doggone big. I can only imagine pulling up a giant bass like that, and it's going to happen. There's a lot of lot of structure, a lot of weeds. The water level is perfect. I mean, you know, taking in to consideration the perfect bait and uh and you're ready for it you've got the right line you've got the right reel you've got the right rod you're going to be hitting on some fish in fact it's you know there's a lot of bass fishermen i talk to that fish lake elsinore but never talk about it because it's a, it's a kind of a secret and they always say yeah just go mid lake out in the middle <laughs> but uh, of course people that know that lake it's going to be uh, it's going to be great well you know it's, it's funny impressive that lake elsinore spent the money on those F1s. I mean, because the uh, the regular northern strain bass are, are much less expensive. And really, once they're in the lake, you don't really have to stock them. Mother Nature will take care of it. So when you're stocking and supplementing, especially with the, those F1s, A, it's a huge amount of money to invest, and B, it's going to pay off. And, and the nice thing is, it pays off in the long run. It's not like, um, you know, stock and trout where you catch a whole bunch for the, the, the first week, Catch some the second week. By the third week, you better stock them again. So, uh, could, you know, hats off to Lake Elsinore, uh, you know, management. And uh, uh, I, I know that you work very hard on that, along with the Jonathan and a bunch of the other callers. Um, just a major, major investment in the lake and in the fishing success of the people on the lake. Well, um, Tony, aren't you part of the city planning now? So, yes, officially I'm one of the uh, city planning commissioners for the city of Lake I think we're going to go to a break. Are we going to a break, guys? I can't hear the music, so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yep, there it is. Okay, so this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Angel 
Eagles Radio, AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830. That's wrong. Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Boy, it's going to take forever. Um, but anyways, uh, I just, believe it or not, we guys. We were having a good laugh. We were having a yes, good laugh. Yes, we were. Uh, we were just, I was just handed a card here that says, Anthony Williams, planning commissioner. Wow. I'm going to give your uh, cell phone out, okay, in case anybody has anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Let's do When's it. he going to run for mayor? Exactly. Well, it's, the first, it. it's the first step into, <laughs> into running for mayor, and I will stock that lake with some serious fish. <laughs> so that's not what we were laughing about, but you know what? It just shows you that uh, they take everything seriously. You know, they got somebody involved with the fishing and, and the planning uh, who knows about fishing and who knows about uh, what what happens and, and uh, all the stuff they're doing to the lake to clean up. The, and it's already not bad. I don't understand. Every lake out there has an algae bloom. For sure. And uh, it just uh, – when you guys got Jonathan and, and – and, Bob Catfish McGee and, and and all the people that are out there that really care about the way the city is. And it's just incredible. And, you know, now it's official. I got a card here. I'm going to call you and let you know what I think. <laughs> I think that's, that's a huge impact. And it really is an honor to be uh, a part of this um, this opportunity for the next 12 months. I don't talk about it a lot, but you know, a lot more people are asking, and you know, the primary role is to really just review uh, plans and develop applications, and it's all on a case by case basis. It's been, uh, you know, we have two meetings a month, and uh, of course, anytime anything comes up, I, I always bring them to the lake and talk about fishing. And the lake is the jewel, and it's the most important part of the lake, and they're going to do whatever it takes over the next few years and continue to stock fish and continue to make that lake one of the healthiest, greatest destinations you can go to along with the launch point 
in the 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 tackle store and the restaurant with the bobber and then you've got jt's rentals which you can you know rent any type of watercraft you can imagine and so it's really you know when you put your heads together with great minds a lot of great opportunities great things happen and so i'm, I'm really just honored to be a part of that and that's enough of that one <laughs> Well, yeah, and you know, um, we we laugh about it and stuff like that, but you know, planning commissions are pretty doggone important, and on what they approve and what they don't approve, and uh, and the city's always trying to improve that city. So, I mean, the uh, commissioners and the council and the mayor, uh, they're always trying to improve the city. So, you know, and and they don't just keep it all with that. It's they, well, they have a, Tony, who who just moved there, what, four years ago? Four and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah, and here he is on the planning commission. And, you know. I like what Steve said, my first steps into mayorship. That, that's, if, if I'm mayor, <laughs> I, I hope everybody votes. See? All you got to do is get by the uh, Blue Jays and stuff, and he'll be. <laughs> uh, Andrew, go ahead and finish up. We got a caller, um, a gentleman named Mike. Um, but. Um, Go ahead and finish up, Andrew, real quick, and i got to get Mike on the air here. Okay, definitely. Tony, how, how long is that term? Uh, it's going to go from January 1st until December 31st of 2024, and then, uh, okay. and then I either get reelected or, uh, or, or go into uh, the next phase. So, so it's, a, it's a year. It's a year long. It's a year long. Yeah, it's a, a year long opportunity. Now, do you, do you know? Do you know what uh, what term is a little bit longer than that? Uh, what's that? Uh, that Argentina is the world champion. Oh, okay, speaking of that, okay. Years. <laughs> speaking of that, Andrew, you're back down to fifty feet. <laughs> and uh, but you know what? Go ahead and cue up uh, Mike, and I think everybody will uh, understand who this Mike is. And um, Mike, how are you? How you doing? And what's going on? Argentina's World Cup champion for the next three years. I love it. I'm going to personally upgrade the earthworm. Okay. Nope. To five and a half feet up. No, no, okay. no, no. Ooh, he's getting close to the surface. Oh, I've been listening all morning, and it sounded pretty good. So yeah. I think he might have a little pleasure. Well, anyway, listen, good morning, everybody. I'm sorry I've been away. Uh, unfortunately, pneumonia has a mind of its own. You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. um, couldn't, do, couldn't do anything about that. But um, it is what it is. I am getting better, stronger, and ready to roll next week and fan feather. Right okay, on. so uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. So here's a call to everybody. If you have a membership or you know somebody, you definitely want to be there at the opener next weekend. We are going to be filming. John, myself, you, Ron, Tony, Andrew, we're all going to be there. Come on out. We'll probably fish off a dock. We'll probably have a boat as well. But we're going to also go around the shore. We're going to get on the truck and. Go around and film everybody. Make sure everybody has their fifteen minutes of fame. You know what'd okay, really be cool? Uh, what's that? If uh, Tony caught a fish, if they had a fire alarm. Yeah. Uh, you know, was, remember was two pound test. Guy, oh, yeah, but let me let me just say this. <laughs> Tony was the original guy that brought us into. Been in feather for the first time. Yes, he was. Okay, 
All right. And uh, I remember that first trip. I didn't know what was going on because I'm not really a, a trout fisherman. And I went seven for seven on a Thomas Boyant, dipped in the bite on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so give away the secrets. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's, it's like everything else. What do we say at Lake Elsinore? You want to catch a big fish? You need two things structure and bite on. I mean, it's just, it's real simple. Yeah. And once people get it, and you got it. Now, I will tell you this. Um, all you guys were fishing two-pound test over at uh, Pin and Feather. I was fishing four and six and getting... Yep. And getting Ron, Ron, let me, let me uh, give you a little legal review. So just in case Sergio does this again, you can be ready. Um, regarding hitchhiking fish, whether it be in fresh or salt water, um, if, the, if the larger hitchhiking fish has your original hooked fish in its mouth, if it's holding on, then it's legal to, to net him in freshwater or gap him in saltwater. <laughs> but if he lets go, as soon as the hitchhiking fish lets go, you cannot net him, you cannot gaff him, you are not allowed to catch him. I just want you to understand, just in case Sergio is, is teasing the bass again with the trout, I would never do that. No, nah, he would. He would never do that. And I yes, would the never do that. <clears throat> yes, the fish did not let go. And yes, I do know the rule. And but I still well, call. I we still call him. foul. But that's okay. Well, we netted him. We weighed him. We released him. Right. And, um, I mean, it's nothing we could do. I mean, he had our trout. He had the trout in his mouth. You know. So right. Um, I just thought it was really cool as the trout was coming in. The black, I mean, it was just a black shadow. I know, we all saw it. Just come up, yeah, and just ripple through the water and just slam this thing. Yeah. So it happened really fast, right at the dock. So it was it was uh, a very good release rate for these of the fish as well, so it's all good. Anyway, listen, um, all good on this end. I'm getting better. So all you guys, thank you so much for all the prayers. Thank you so much for... Um, all the good messages I've gotten, both through social media, through my cell phone, just thank you. I'm very strong now, and that's what happens when you burn the candle, I guess, at both ends. I, I saw him and yesterday, so, guys. He does look good. So, a little I scruffy, a little scruffy, but it looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That's not going to stay. That's going to go away. But, <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, relaxing, enjoying being at home a little bit and you know it, it, it's good it's good well when but, you got the uh, best been, partner in the world it's okay. easy yeah well let me let me say something <laughs> i want to thank all you guys for uh, keeping the show going while i was gone okay you guys done a fantastic job and um you know let's just keep going and uh make it happen okay make it happen so, so hey right, hey, hey mike this weekend yeah Go ahead and stay on for a second. Go ahead, cue up Danny. I'm sure Danny will want to say hi to you. And... <laughs> well, Good. <laughs> Danny, are you there yet? Not yet, huh? Hang on just a second. Not yet. Okay. Uh, well, no, we're not ready yeah, yet. So that well, music. Wait, wait, let, me say, let me say this. Let me say this. Thank you to all you guys for making the show uh, continue. Okay? It was um, harsh. I was not expecting it. I thought at worst it was... COVID, so I went into urgent care, 
emergent care. They tested me, took an x-ray. From there, immediately over to OVR, and after that, I got put into the hospital. Uh, I didn't like spending Christmas in that hospital, but it was what it was. The best gift is coming out. So um, I'm back. I'm, I'm not 100% yet, but I'm almost there, and um, we'll be ready to roll for 2024. Okay, so thank you all. Thanks for coming in, Mia. Okay, much appreciated. Okay. Mia is here. Sure the You're welcome. Is a lot warmer than the, than the I-15. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit it's slightly warmer yes <laughs> we got him out from yeah, under the exactly. bridge just for you i appreciate that okay so it's all good go ahead so, Ken. again looking forward to seeing everybody next uh please, saturday and sunday yep while we film if you see us please come up let us know we're gonna have the camera we're gonna have the drone up there um say hello wave show us your fish Love to see you. Love to see everybody. Okay? So, all right. So, are you coming up on a heartbreak? Okay, well, hold on a second. Go ahead. Can you queue up, Danny? There. Mr. Jackson, would you like to say hello to Mike? A.K.A. Sergio. A.K.A. Sergio. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said Mike, and I heard Sergio. And I said, wait a minute, what's going on here? Well, good morning, Sergio. It's nice to hear your voice back on the air again, my brother. Oh, listen, I tell you, it's nice to be heard, and good morning, Sheriff. Uh, I'll tell you what, I mean, it's just, um, well, you guys, we've kept in touch. Uh, but you know what? We're back. We're ready to roll. 2024 is going to be amazing. Uh, Danny and I have been talking about a lot of these possible episodes that we're going to do. Um, Steve Carson mentioned earlier about Irvine Lake. Danny, we've got some amazing, amazing shots of Irvine Lake. We're, you know, we we talked about it, Sergio, and we're going to do a uh, produce an episode based on the old days at Irvine Lake mm-hmm. and see if we can get some, some movement within the uh, Orange County uh, Board of Supervisors, OC Park, whatever it takes. But, yeah, we've got phenomenal footage that will make an excellent episode, Sergio. We do. Yeah, we, so we do. We're looking at that. Yeah, we're looking at that. I mean, we did, we did one... You, me, and um, Don Spencer on bass alone. Okay, guys. Okay. So yeah. hold on, hold on to that thought, and we got to take a break. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. All right. number two with more fishing more hunting and more adventures on angler chronicles all right everybody and you know we've already heard him but we all always have to give him his due sergio would you like to bring him in of course, uh, the, the sheriff himself, uh, 
the man who stands at home plate looks up the left field, center field, and right field and says, where am I going to put this? And all of a sudden, the pitch comes across the plate, swings for it, and you know what? It always goes over the wall, okay? So you can always <laughs> see the fountain go off. And you know what he, what he uses? He uses a fishing syndicate. Yep. Okay, custom rod with a surface iron because he's known that he's a jig swinger. And he aims, he puts it over that wall, and scores. You know what, too? You know how. Yeah. Do you know how (laughs) the baseball players now flip the bat? You should see him do that with a fishing syndicate rod. It is incredible. (laughs) Yeah, right. Morning, Sheriff. Yeah, good morning. You know, Sergio, you were talking about taking a look at the left field wall, center field wall. Anymore, I have to focus in on the wall just to see where the wall is. Okay, so, (laughs) so. Anyway, see if there's a wall there. Anyway, no, and listen, thanks for the introduction, Sergio. I appreciate it. Um, and good morning to my friend, the good friend Steve Carson, of course, Ron, Tony Williams in there this morning, Andrew. It's good to have the, the gang in there this morning. Ron, I wanted to say this, and Sergio, you guys, uh, and then I got a question for Steve Carson. You were talking about music, you know, and what we were raised on, and what kind of music we like. But let me tell you, I like so many different kinds of music. I, I, I don't listen to a lot of music here at home, but at, I, in my car on Spotify, I listen to a lot of music. I was actually raised, born and raised in Orange County, and I liked, like most kids, uh, rock and roll at the time, the 50s, early 60s. Yeah, but my, my parents were from the South, from Arkansas, so country music is what we listen to all the time. Well, I couldn't stand it when I was in the in high school. But then when I joined the Navy, I was, I was my first duty station was Kodiak, Alaska. And let me tell you something: the, the only music you could get on the radio up there was country music. So I had to kind of uh, learn to like it. And so what I listen to today, I listen to a lot of old classic uh, country music. I don't listen to a lot of pop. But Ron, I I listen to. Uh, you know, I was in the drum and be- I was in a, a, several marching bands, high school and college. I was in the Navy Drum and Bugle Corps for a while. So I listened to Sousa marches. I even I even listened to Strauss waltzes. Oh yeah. So so I'm I'm kind of all spread out. But let's get off of that for a minute. I want to add. Uh, getting back to fishing, uh, Steve, I've got a question for you now. Ne- next week, and I see Sergio's got some trips coming up too. I'm going to be fishing out of Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor. And my question to you, I know a lot of things are shut down now. What can we actually target and and keep if we so choose? Yeah, and, and that probably is not very many fish, but um, what, do you, what do you say about that, Steve Carson? What can we well, keep? Well, you can, uh, on the bottom, so to speak, you can target whitefish, halibut, um, sculpin, and you can find them white sea bass. Um, and then any pelagic fish is, if you can find them, is open. At this time of year, you're probably your most likely catch would be would be possibly bonita. Uh, there's been some schools of very large bonita kind of swimming around, randomly being being encountered between uh, literally as far north as Monterey and as far south as San Diego. 
so it's mostly a pure dumb luck kind of a thing. But they're, they're at least from what I've seen, they're all anywhere from eight to fifteen pounds. Just giant bonita. Um, there's always a possibility of winter yellowtail. If you can get some live squid off of uh, off of Nacho or any of the bait sellers, then you always have a shot at yellowtail, even in the winter. Just uh, um, just watch the rockfish and then uh, read the regulations very, very. Well, very I, just, I got most of that. It was kind of kind of weak there coming coming through, but but uh, I got most of that. So there's there's a lot more than I even thought. I was. I kind of had in mind uh, bass, halibut, sculpin, and whitefish. You mentioned those. Uh, I understand there's plenty of that around locally here out of Huntington Harbor, Long Beach area. So anyway, well, we're going to be looking forward Jackson, to that. Let me interrupt you, Jackson. You know yeah. the reason that I like getting on Freedom Boat Club in the winter is because of the larger bass that you can find, especially if you have some live squid or any type of live bait. In fact, at this time of the year, I recommend when you're going out on a center console or, or any private boat, meter some bait. You'll find some bait right around Nacho, right around the, the, the end of the wall, and make some, some mackerel. Okay? Make some mackerel and use the mackerel. Okay, what's that going to do? You're going to need to go to a four-odd hook, minimum. You're going to have to go to heavier line and a much heavier weight. Not because of the current, but because the the, the fish, the, the bait, is going to uh, not keep you on the bottom. But that's been producing year after year after year some monster sand bass and calico bass. So I would highly recommend this is a great time. It is slower. It is colder. But the quality of the fish, especially in the bass department, are simply amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'll be doing. That's okay. that's good advice, there, Sergio. First of all, nachos barge. For those that don't know it, if you're looking for some live bait there right now, he's actually closed for I don't know for how long, probably a few weeks here for a winter maintenance. So I'm not even going to stop there this next week. We're going to take. I've got some really good fresh frozen squid that Corby provided for me. So we'll be taking some of that. I'm going to go with. Jack Lester and a friend of his. So, but anyway, um, you know, if I could catch, if we could catch some bass, halibut, sculpin, whitefish, we'd be happy. You know, it's January; it's an outing. Of course, we got to dodge. You know, been a lot of wind, so hopefully the wind uh, uh, keeps its distance from us. So, anyway, let's get the television here, Sergio and Ron, and all of our listeners. Um, fan favorite. I call this a fan favorite because it is. And Sergio, it's one of the first episodes we produced uh, almost mm-hmm. ten years ago. And in fact, in fact, it's timely for the time of year because this was actually filmed in March of the year, and it's January now, so it's close. And of course, you know what it is, Sergio. You went along with Mike Lane and Scott Petzl aboard their twenty-two foot. Um, actually, it was a Pathfinder in those days, San Clemente mm-hmm. Island, and uh, just. This nonstop, wide open, huge calico bass on the backside toward down toward the east end, but on but on the backside. Want you, Sergio? We got you on the uh, radio there. Talk about that episode a little bit and that kind of fishing. Well, you know, it was, it was uh, really a unique trip. 
the weather was it just happened to everything come together and we fish real real tight in the Clemente. It was something you can't do on the big party boats. And we got into some of these coves, uh, straight plastics, no bait. Um, uh, you, you'll see some of the techniques that uh, Scott and Mike uh, have mastered over the years. Is they, they they turn that handle as fast as you can possibly think. Okay, and they're looking for a reaction bite. Uh, I, my, I I tried that for about twenty minutes, and then my my arm was like a noodle. But here's the thing. The fish were huge. They were averaging four to five. We even got a couple of six and sevens on calico bass. That's really a beautiful fish. They fought hard. Wait until you see the colors on these fish in the kelp. Um, it was just simply an amazing trip. It was an amazing trip. It was not for the faint of heart. You had to put in a little bit of work, but boy, did it pay off. Okay? If you could get the, your, your, your plastic in the right area going at the right speed, and you had to figure that out because if you went too fast, you were going to get a reaction bite, but then you had to have the right type of bait. Okay, but if you were like me, you just bring your, your plastic along, uh, you had to find the right speed to get bit. Okay, and uh, once you uh, you figured that one out, it was on. And it was perhaps one of the best calico bass bites I've ever been on. Okay, and we needed to leave, but we had to because they closed the island on us. We actually had missiles going over our head. We had a visit from an Apache, and um, an Apache and a, and a what's the other one? Two helicopters came by and told Black us to Hawk. leave. Uh, it was a Blackhawk. Yeah, Blackhawk first, and then the Apache. The Apache was really daunting. Okay, because they, they were just looking at me, and I'm, I'm looking at these M60s just pointed at me. And um, but yeah, but we, we but we did leave. <laughs> but it was a fantastic, fantastic bite. And it's, uh, Clemente is timeless, you know, especially for bass. We, we, we don't, a lot of people don't take into consideration what a beautiful fishery we have on bass, okay? And, um, yeah. if you like freshwater bass fishing, uh, saltwater bass is, is just as good, perhaps even better for me, okay? Because they fight harder, okay? I mean, yeah. with, with largemouth bass, it's, it's, what is it, Steve? How many bites I got, not how many fish I landed. Uh, with, 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 with saltwater bass, it's, it's, it's just, just taking to the wall. And I tell you, that day, the three of us easily got over 100 fish. And we only we didn't even get a chance to fish all day. So I highly recommend oh, this episode. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and he, I heard you, I was going to say an easy 100. Of course, uh, these, were, these were all quality fish, none, none of these. 10 or 12 inch fish, that's for sure. Of course, everything which is um, of Angler Chronicles policy, all the calicos are released, and they were on this day. But uh, it's it's just a great episode. It's fun to watch. It's wall to wall, and there's uh, there's some good information. You t- you talked about the, the that part of the island closing for a while there at that time. There's a there's a website on this episode about how you can keep up with the Navy closures. And there's a really good tutorials from Mike and Scott on how to catch these fish, and, and seeing is believing. So anyway, it's Calico Chaos, everybody, and that will premiere tomorrow at 8.30 tomorrow morning, Valley Sports West, don't forget, and it'll air five times this next week here, Sergio. Yeah, and, um, you know, for everybody that's fishing uh, right now, like you said, you're going out, nacho is closed, you don't have any bait. 
this is a good episode to check out because the tutorials on bait, okay, and what kind of plastics we were using, et cetera, et cetera. That would help you out. Yeah. This was the days before hookup baits, but hookup baits obviously work well. I would do the, the double trouble, what I call it, the, the double a hookup bait. Um, that works great right now. Um, if not, plastic works just as good, and obviously you got fresh dead, so that, that's amazing stuff. Okay, and yeah. don't forget, make a, you can always make mackerel. You can always make mackerel. You only have yeah. a private boat. You only need 10, 20 pieces, and that's fine. Get some monsters out of that. But yeah, looking forward to seeing that. That was one of my, it's always been one of my favorite episodes of all time um, because it was so much fun and because it was one of the early ones. I just can't believe it's going to be 10 years in April. So I like, know. Wow. Isn't, that, isn't that cool? <laughs> okay, guys. Right. We got to go to break. Okay. So, uh, Danny, are you going to hang on? Or are you departing? No, I'll, I'll hang up and okay. I'll listen to the rest of your show, there, Ron. Okay. Everybody, Th- have a great weekend. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right so this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We will be right back. outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Ang- Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, so what else were we talking about, Sergio? Well, I think it's a great transition, you know, given the episode we got set up for, um, for tomorrow, uh, Calico Chaos, to think about what is going to happen in the next three months. Um, Andrew, you're still with us. The clo- you want to talk about the closure on, give me the dates on the closure for Rockfish. You probably woke him up again. 
Andrew, you're still No, I, 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 can't, I can't hear him too well. What do you say? He wanted to know the dates on the closures when they end or they run. Oh, uh, uh, rock, Rockfish uh, closed on the 31st. Uh, so first of the year, everything's closed. Um, open back up again, uh, I believe it's April 1st. Used to be March, but uh, now it's April. All right, so the reason I said that is because you're very limited on what you can catch right now. Okay, the chances of you catching a, a winter yellowtail right now, Steve, would you would you'd say that's pretty low below percentage, right? Well, zero if you don't have live squid, or almost zero. If you have live squid, you, there's always a chance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, so I think right now, if you're going to go out fishing, um, I'm sure Paul is going to love this. This is a great time to go try to catch some halibut. Okay. Uh, yeah, halibut is always uh, a staple around this time. Right now, for me, going out, whether it be a party boat or I go on the center console, I'm targeting bass. Bass. Bass and halibut. Okay, those those are the three that I'm gonna say. And I don't even target halibut. I usually catch halibut as a bycatcher in the area that I'm fishing. And what I'm looking for is a temperature break. Okay, so uh, if you're going on a party boat, all this stuff is done for you. If you're going on your own boat, um, this may be the time in the winter when you move shallower versus deeper. You know, in the summer, I like to fish a little deeper for the bass. Uh, in the winter, a little bit shallower. Why? Temperature, water temperature. Okay. I haven't been out there, obviously, in the last few weeks, but um, last time I was out there, water was 65 degrees, which is pretty warm for December. Okay. So, um, you know, look for 64, 65 degree water. You can find it a lot of time in a shallower area. Um, if you're fishing off Southern California, where I fish, it's a good place to maybe let, leave the Isers alone for a little bit and move into the artificials in Newport, uh, maybe fish the pipe in Newport. Uh, find areas around 40 to 60 feet, okay? If you want to go up the line, okay, you can fish, uh, you know, the horseshoe, the rock pile. All those areas, like I said, again, in 40 to 60 feet, I think it's just pretty good and look for structure now these fish now have gone back home all their spawning has ended they don't spawn anymore and uh it's been good it's been good okay so uh in fact i just got a a text message from larry saying he's been out okay he's been going out quite a bit and been catching a lot of fish as well so i know his favorite technique is leather and squid Okay, uh, but you can use anything right now uh, as long as it's in their face. Okay, uh, Steve, would you agree that even the bass go a little dormant in the winter? I, I didn't hear all that. Even the what is dormant? Uh, do you think the bass go a little dormant in the in the winter? Well, they're not uh, as active. Not so they're dormant. They're, they're not up and running around and chasing things. You hit on it earlier. If you put it in their face. Um, they're, they're going to bite it. They're still, you know, they're still feeding. They're not hibernating. Yeah. They're just not going to be ranging over a large area. Aren't, aren't bass? Um, aren't bass really territorial as well? And they'll they'll go after something if it invades their space. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, in the summer, in the, when the water's warm, they, they might, you know, swim all around maybe, you know, maybe a square mile area looking for food or, or mates or whatnot. At this time of year, uh, you may have to get it, like, within two feet of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's just uh, about uh, covering a lot of ground. If you've got your own boat, it's a great time not to enter so that you can uh, cover a lot of ground. Okay, so given that your, uh, your, your drift is not too fast, you can keep your bait on the bottom. That's good. I will give you a little secret. Reverse dropper loop has always been my favorite. Uh, 20, 25 pound test max. I will go down because I do have this. Uh, oh, I just want you know, I, since I got Andrew and uh, Tony there, just want to let you both know that I've been, I was practicing, started practice on two pound test in saltwater. So that event will happen this year. I'm going to wait for the summer. And it's going to be the two of you against me on two pound test in saltwater for bass. Okay? That's you impressive. Hear me, Tony? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you know let's what? get your dollars ready, Sergio. Get your dollars ready. Yeah, they challenged me. You Boy, have I heard me. that before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much is the only fifty-four thousand? Yeah, something million, like that. <laughs> it all started yeah, over yeah. a bass. <laughs> it all started over a, yeah, a chemical bass, exactly. <laughs> so here, here's the deal. Um, it can be done. It'll be very difficult, but it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Ron's going to be the um, the referee. Ron, no. what we're going to do is we're going to come in with Dane Ron, okay. Um, when we use a fishing syndicate, probably the, the, the feather light, okay? And we're, I'm going to buy a two-pound spool of, of line, and everybody has to spool, spool it from that line. I don't want any cheating, okay? Same line, no leaders, straight two-pound test. None of this all used for, no, 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 no. Straight two-pound test. I've already mastered the four. I started with uh, eight, and I went down to six, went down to four. Now I'm starting to start to use a two-pound test, so you two better beware. And I'm going to take it to places where there's no reefs, it's hard bottom, okay? And so you're not going to get a chance of getting butter not that high. So all you got to do is fight that fish. It's going to be a lot of fun to see if you have even, even if you have enough line, okay, for these bass. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, a lot of Zing Pow. Zing Pow. Okay, but, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so, um, you know, that's what's going on in the winter, okay? So, you know, we talk a lot about uh, freshwater. Obviously, the trout in Southern California, that's a big deal. And like I said, Southern Feather next weekend, really looking forward to that. But if you want to get out on this local boat, um, I know that at a Marina del Rey area, our friends down over there, um, they've got some twilights going on still, and they've been catching really good uh, sand bass and calico bass, scoping as well, okay? And just understand that, Steve, there's still a lot of fish around. The problem is we don't have any boats. All the boats are being uh, redone this year, right? They're, they're doing the repair cycles. Well, yeah. It's I mean, especially the way the fishing's been both last year and the last uh, number of years, the boats are fishing quite a few more days 
uh, you know, every the season's really it starts early and it extends longer than it used to. The boats take a beating. They, you know, they have to do their maintenance. So, uh, yeah. so plus there's some new safety regulations that are that are taking effect, and some of the boats are kind of having to do, you know, to redo some of their ingress, egress, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, yeah, um, the the majority of boats are are not running right now, and I and I'm sure they're getting them done as fast as they can because you know the, the fish are out there. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the whole point. The fish are still out there. The boats aren't. That's what we don't see the counts. People think there's no counts. The fish went away. No, no, no. Pay attention to what's going on. Most of the boats are in dry dock or at the dock, getting new rails, new paint jobs, and you know, cleaning out the hole. Uh, and you're right. That's that new safety exit uh, plans are in effect. In fact, I participated in the El Dorado one. Went over to the El Dorado, and they had us go in our bunks with our life jackets with the Coast Guard and come out and how fast we could come out, um, depending on which way a fire would be. Because that, that fire that we've had up north that uh, killed so many people, that finally came on down to a new regulation from the Coast Guard. So all these things have to be done for the boats. So that's why the boats aren't running. That's why you don't have a big, huge count. Okay, that doesn't mean there's not fish. Okay, and the adjustment right now, if you can't get offshore to fish tuna, okay, the adjustment is right now, sand bass, galaga bass, and halibut. I would target those three, okay? And for sand bass and halibut, reverse dropper loop on the bottom, that always works great, okay? I wouldn't necessarily a reef with a reverse dropper loop, but definitely, definitely uh, in the hard bottom areas. Okay, definitely. Okay, I'll fish that. And then for, uh, you know, if you want to go up to the kelp up at Palos Verdes in that area, uh, you can always fly line a sardine if you can get one, or fly line. Steve, when was the last time you saw somebody fly line a mackerel into a kelp? I heard, I did hear the first part. I just heard fly line mackerel to the kelp. Well, what was the rest of the question? When was the last time you saw somebody actually fish mackerel for calico bass? It's been a while. That used to be the, you know, the standard way you caught the really big ones. Um, Correct. Especially in the pre-sardine, I know I'm dating myself now, there was a time when the main bait in the bait tanks was anchovies. And uh, if you wanted to, you know, you could catch plenty of small and medium bass on that. If you wanted the big ones, uh, a live mackerel fly line way back in the kelp was the, 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 the way to do it. Um, it'll still catch a really big one. Yeah. And, All right, guys. And, and that, and we got to take okay. a break again. You guys are having a good conversation. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. AM 830. 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Hi, I'm Pat McDonald. Join me at California's premier outdoor recreation shows. The LaBarre Hall shows January 25th to 28th at the Long Beach Convention Center and February 15th to the 18th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Whether it's great retail tackle bargains at hundreds of booths, dozens of daily seminars over four days by the experts, the latest in boats, kayaks, and accessories, the Hall Family Shows presented by Progressive Insurance deliver the ultimate outdoor experience. Get details at hallshows.com. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, first of all, I want to say good morning, uh, Paul, Chris, Mike, Derek, Larry, Dory, Jack, Danny, Pam, Gregory. Welcome back. Uh, Jonathan, always pleasure. He's, uh, I believe, in Ensenada. And uh, Lake Elsinore people listen there. Oliver Solis, good morning. And we have Mike Blue and the Tempe crew and the crew at John Wayne Airport. Good morning, guys. Very good. Very good. I always like to say hello to all these guys. And Ron and Don. Well, listen, um, well, let, let me just continue with what we were talking with Steve. But all right, so right now, all the boats out of San Diego primarily, because they're the ones that are always hanging for tuna. But the boats are out. The boats are in dry dock. They're getting ready for the 2024 season. That, that's the regular cycle. Well, that just says something to you, that you've got to get your gear ready. This is a great time to get your gear. I know you've been talking about it in the past few weeks, but... It goes without saying how important it is to make sure your your gear is working correctly. Okay, reels need to be serviced. They don't last forever. You, no matter how well you take care of them, you're going to get some salt inside. It's going to, you know, it's not going to move right. Your drags need to be lubed. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Another great thing is to take your line and check your your line as well. Okay, I'm not talking your top shot. I'm talking about your, um, your, <laughs> I'm trying to think the other, I can never say the other name for Steve. Gel spun polyethylene? 
Okay, guys, hey, um, go ahead and cue up Captain Rick Scott. Come on, guys. Good morning. Oh, good. Good morning, good morning Rick. Captain, how are you, sir? Uh, I've got your long-lost buddy on the line here. Sergio is on the other line. Montana so, man. Oh, Montana man. Welcome, welcome back. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so how's Montana? It's not as cold as you used to, huh? No, not as cold as we're used to. Looks like after I, I go home on Tuesday, looks like starting Monday, it's going to start to get cold. So, but got to get back home, get back to work. Well, it was but, uh, yeah, because uh, Greg's been doing all the work. I see all his posts on social media, bright and early at the Ocean Odyssey every morning. Uh, what kind of stuff are you doing to the boat? Um, we just fixed a few soft spots in the deck. Uh, we got hit by a sailboat at the dock earlier this year, and it kind of lifted our rail on the port side. So we got that all fixed up, painted the bulwarks, painted the tree, um, had a spot in the engine hatch I had to fix. We're just okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop right there. Were you guys working on the boat when he hit you, or are you just going to call that he hit you? No, we got a call. I was actually, ah. I was up here, I think. Yeah, I was. I think I was up here. No, no, no. The summer that was a uh, in the summertime. We were in for the uh, half a day for a day and a half trip, and a uh, sailboat that was getting towed around got out of control and hit us on the port side there. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, but you're doing uh, a lot of uh, good stuff for the boat. And I'll tell you what, uh, the Ocean Odyssey is one of the most comfortable um, boats that you'll you'll see. I mean, you've got. The stateroom, the state, the where all the bunks are, the bunk room, it is fancy. 
okay? And it's the way it's, it's laid big. out. What's that? It's big. It's a view of California. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, what, the, I, what I like. You can go walk around and store it, your stuff. Yeah. And what I like is they have room to store your gear in those slots and the little boxes, you know, so they're not laying all over the floor and your boots on your and box. yeah, <laughs> you're not sleeping on your bag. So there's great room. That's, that's for your that's for your uh, air tubes, yeah. <laughs> oxygen tubes. Okay, because it, yeah, it used to be a, a scuba boat too. So you know what? I mean, I'm looking forward to another great season. I think we're going to have. A minimum of three trips with you, two day and a half, and one two and a half day, which obviously that's the one we filmed. I've got we've the dates. We've gotten into the habit of filming. Okay, we've gotten into the habit of also filming the day and a half. And what's happening um, is the fishing's been so good that the day and a half, there's enough footage to make an episode. So you've been getting about two episodes a year. Okay, so, um, but it's that good. I've seen... Uh, the latest one, I'm putting the finishing touches uh, next week, uh, and that should be out soon. Uh, great fishing for Dorado and Bluefin. We even got some yellowfin in that one as well. It was just really, really good. Rhonda catches some fish like she always does, and she loves your boat. Uh, so um, very female-friendly, kid-friendly. The galley is huge. Um, this one will say to guys, guys, as we get older, um, our body shape changes. We become more like bears. Well, the nice thing about the ocean honesty is you can sit down in the galley and there's room. Your belly doesn't, is not on top of the table like a lot of these smaller boats. Okay. So, yeah, well, it's important. You know, and you, hey, you feed us too good. So you got to have room for the belly. You know what I'm saying? So well, um, it's great. You got a great, got a great treat. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, and you got a great crew. So looking forward to seeing you soon. I'm back and ready to roll. So uh, we'll make it happen soon. Okay, my friend. We can do that. And yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, the, the schedule on our website got kind of messed up. The uh, programmers rolled out a new update and used us as the guinea pig. Okay. It's not working. So you're going to have oh, to give okay. Dina a call at 619-889-4535. And some of the trips are starting to book up fast. I know Paul's trip that uh, is booking up pretty quick, and some of the other sponsor mm-hmm. trips are starting to book up. Okay. Well, listen, uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention, you know what I'd love to do is do one an early trip over to Sanking. Uh, to do, one of the go rock fishing. In other words, in New Mexico, I missed I missed those trips that uh, we did last year, or the year before that. And it's uh, I've got a lot of requests for those trips. Yeah, okay. fortunately, we got our school program. It starts as soon as I get back on fr- next Friday. I uh, get back on Tuesday. We start running school trips on Friday. And I just looked at the schedule. It's a pretty busy schedule, so I don't, I don't. Okay, so you're solid, solid, solid. Yeah, it looks okay, like. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see if we can, you can throw one in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me know. I would love. I would love to go out there because I know you love rock fishing. Okay. We, you and I have had a lot of fun at the rail for rock fishing. And you know, yeah. he, and guys, he fishes them old school with a jig, the old yeah. rock cod jig. I'll bet there's some yellowtail down there too right now. Oh, well, there we go. 
the other thing, you know, that white sea bass can't be too far behind. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys got squid down there, do you know? Um, I don't know. I know when I left, they were making it off of the Imperial, or, uh, not Imperial Beach, but Pacific Beach Pier there. And okay. I haven't been back enough to pay attention. When I got back a couple weeks ago, I just went straight into boat work, concentrated on that, and then turned around and came back out here. But I know they Excellent. were making it when I left. All right. Well, listen, I don't want to hold you up. I know you got to get to the boat. So, um, hey, give us, uh, how do you, uh, I know the website is under construction right now, uh, but how, do, how would they normally do, go about booking a trip? Uh, right now, you're going to have to give Dina a call. Uh, if, you're, if you're on our email list, she did email uh, PDF schedules, uh, which you cannot book on. You can look at the schedule and give her a call at 619-889-4535. And I don't have to get to the boat. I'm just laying on my back here looking at the sky, watching some geese fly by. I missed that last part. He's, uh, he's that laying that on his back looking at the sky waiting for the geese to fly by. Ah, very good. Very, very good. Yeah. It kind of rhymed. just beginning here. Daylight is just beginning here. So, well, you, you, yeah. you get some, and uh, we'll talk to you when, when we see you. Okay? You got it. Maybe uh, maybe Sunday. I'm going to be coming up to Orange County Sunday, so maybe we can uh, hook up. Cool. Well, Sunday we're going to be up at Finn and Feather, brother. Hey, yeah, come out there. Not, 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 not tomorrow. Next Sunday. Next Sunday, yeah. Yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah, next Sunday. We're, we're gonna be a fin and feather. If you want to come okay. out, I'm filming trout fishing. Trout okay. fishing. Well, let all me right. take a schedule. Look at the schedule. Now I, ha- I, I have school trips all day Saturday, so we'll see how, what happens. Uh, all right, done deal. All My right, brother, you well, have a great weekend. weekend. You got it, brother. Okay, talk to you later. <laughs> All right, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing and your Chronicles flagship out of San Diego. Okay, so looking forward to him. on the 2024 with him. Great years we've had with him since, since the first year. That means we've done at least 10 episodes for uh, for the Ocean Odyssey. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, but you know, I want to shift gears unless you guys still have a lot more i want to just get in because i promised everybody last week that we'd have tony in here and talk about the what what's going on with lobster right now sure yeah, yeah. it's awfully quiet talk to me well lobster season is obviously in full gear until uh, until march and uh the people that are going out are you know the bugs this year are crawling they're bigger bugs there's a lot of people that are catching um uh, their limits going out for a couple hours uh, of course, uh, you know, always, always think about safety first because that's going to be the most important. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunities. Things happen really quick. But if your gear is tight and your boat's, you know, nice and clean, then, uh, you know, it's all about fishing and catching those lobsters. Just like normal, whenever we start a new topic, we're going to go to break. So <laughs> okay. this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. 
Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And just like everything, we're rocking the lobster. Rocking the lobster. I love that. So the season, uh, the season officially will go until March twentieth. That's a Wednesday, so we've got plenty of time to get out there and do some fishing, get some, get some lobster. You know, some of the uh, some of the gear that you're going to use. Uh, Promar makes incredible lobster hoops. You know, they range anywhere from five to twenty three pounds, and it really I, I like using some of the lighter stuff, especially if you're fishing locally or inside the wall or somewhere in Long Beach, the harbors. Uh, when you get out to Catalina and you're going into deeper waters, definitely want to use those heavier 14 to 23 pound um, promar lobster hoops uh, it'll get there fast get down there you know where you're sinking faster some some people are are lobstering you know 100 to 200 feet and uh, it's important to get down there um, as soon as possible but uh, you know the the gear that people are using with the um, locally uh, the promar has some great lobster hoops they they range anywhere from you know a 32 inch diameter to a 36 inch um, you can pick them up pretty much at all the turners they're all stocked up in fact we just stocked turners up with our lobster bait which is our attractant uh, great for marinating baits great for broadcasting that scent through those rocks especially when there's a little bit of current and um, you can use either the lobster attractant spray we have the one gallon we also have the scented pads that go inside the the bait cages so lobster season is in full swing of course it's uh, a great time to get out there with some friends and get your fishing gear so that you know in between uh, sets you can go out and do a little bit of fishing and and uh, have you know have a good night we went out uh, a couple of uh, I'd say about a month ago um, for uh, a, a local lobster trip and uh, we, we caught a few it wasn't wide open it was actually a pretty slow night we probably pulled 40 to 50 hoops which is really just four or five sets and uh, and then it started to rain so we so we you know obviously booked it in but um, you know there's a there's um, some great places to lobster. There's uh, some great uh, feedback on the Bite on Fishing uh, lobster page uh, through Facebook and Instagram. And then, of course, you know, people are always asking, you know, what kind of baits are, are great to use. And, you know, if, if you can get it, you can get fresh mackerel, sardines, bonita, salmon heads. All of these are great uh, baits to use. They broadcast a nice, um, a nice scent. But on top of that, to really broadcast that sent out we always like to use the bite on lobster attractant uh spray gallons or the uh or the the scented pads they work really well it really helps um 
recharge your baits. You know, a lot of a lot of times you're out there fishing, you're dropping your lobster hoops, you've got the cages full of bait, and maybe you're out there, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you pull up a couple of times and the bait starts to get a little bit of, you know, a little bit older. Uh, you can definitely recharge the baits with the scent and it really makes it's a it's a game changer. Uh, there's some big lobster events that are coming out um, uh, the, the same weekend, which is uh, uh, Fred Hall. Uh, Fred Hall, by the way, is going to be January 25th. That's a Thursday to the 28th, which is a Sunday. And, uh, you know, of course, everybody's getting ready to get all their stocking gear and their first their first chance at picking up some really good deals at Fred Hall. So get out there and do some fishing. There you go. I'll tell you what, um, yeah, I, it's been kind of quiet, and when, when it's quiet, it's one of two things. Either they're not biting, or they're biting so good, nobody wants to tell you where they are. Okay, but I do know of a couple of friends who have, you know, they have their limits at home, okay, uh, of, of lobster. Remember, folks, the limit is only seven introduction at any given time. Okay, don't go overboard, because they will, they will get you. All right? So, I'm still waiting um, for mine. How got left? Um, how much time we got left guys about eight minutes 11 minutes we got eight minutes okay we're good eight minutes okay so that's so so let's bring it back around okay there's a lot of stuff happening 2024 is in is in full run now uh like we said with steve you know i know you guys have covered watching your your track making sure your tackle is all in proper uh, working condition. Check your line. It's a good time to check for your braided lines as well, okay? And get everything ready. Uh, make sure your reels are done. The other thing that you know, we were talking with Steve is uh, take a, like a Q-tip, what I like to do, and go through all the guides. Take the Q-tips, go around the guides. A lot of times the little ceramic will crack, and you can't see the crack, can't feel the crack, but the uh, cotton in the in the white book in the um, tip will get stuck, and then you know you got a problem. Okay, those guys need to be changed. Okay, so that's another recommendation that I would do. So make sure your gear is ready to roll. Okay, and because um, it's coming. It's yeah, and place. don't forget, guys, with the year-round license, make sure your license isn't expired. Right. In fact, so. I've got to go. To- I, I got mine last year at the beginning of the year, yeah. not mine expired at the end of the year. So uh, get that done. No, the other thing, next week we're going to be at Finn and Feather. We're going to arrive there on Friday night. We're going to stay there Saturday and Sunday, one of the local. Uh, is Andrew still with us? Uh, let's see if Andrew remembers the name of the hotel. Yeah, the Earthworm's okay, still here. I think, I think it's the Best Western. So uh, we'll be at the Best Western. Um, and we'll be ready to roll. I'm sure that we'll have plenty of the of the right stuff for there. Uh, Andrew, you on there? Well, he Are shows he's, he shows he's still here, but he's probably got it mm-hmm. muted and he's probably talking away. Yeah, I'm here. There you go. It. He's got okay. it. Hey, uh, recommendations for next week? What do we need to bring? Andrew, I didn't hear you. He asked you, uh, what do you recommend we bring for next week? Uh, next week, definitely want to bring the 116th hook of baits, yellow white, the chub color, uh, the bright green color, uh, even the pink and the orange. 
definitely bring some tro- some trolling gear, maybe some flicker sheds, uh, maybe some of those interesting lures uh, Sergio has in his box. I know he had some different ones I saw last year. Uh, lots of two-pound tests. Um, get some fresh line. Definitely want to grab a big net, um, a jacket, somewhere to stay warm, and then, uh, yeah, it's other than that. And then uh, um, uh, maybe some bass gear, too, maybe some uh, spinner baits, because right now they're going to be in the uh, suspended, but they are going to be around the structure, uh, so we can definitely fish the deeper uh, cattails out there on the spinner baits. Just throw it right in the middle, and uh, every bump should uh, get their attention. And don't forget, they we just got stocked up at the Palm Dolphin and Feather with uh, the Bite on Crimson, the Mac label, of course, and the Bite on Garlic. It's going to kill it this year. They just uh, and and the elusive Bite on Fury, which is the Fury Flakes. And then if you have that combination, good tackle, good line, you're on. You're you're the bite's going to be on. So, so these these are the I mean these as far as I remember the best these setups that you can have is the bait and lake, maybe with uh, a worm, okay, dipped in the bite on, and not only the bite on, but on your flaky stuff. What's that called? That's the bite on fury. The bite on fury flakes. Yeah, I call it the woolly mammoth. The woolly mammoth. The woolly mammoth. Okay, so that would be your bait and lake. would be a drop shot. The other would be uh, jigging, okay, with one of the hookup baits. And you can drop the hookup baits in the bite on as well. I like the white and yellow, okay, but um, I mean, all the colors that, um, that, that that Andrew went through will work, okay. Um, 116. I would even move a little bit bigger, the next size up, okay. Reason being is you can get a better cast, but also you're going to attract a bigger fish too, and there are some bigger fish that have been stocked in that lake. Don't be afraid. Two-pound test, I think, for bait and weight, maybe for jigging. And then the Thomas Boyan or throw a mirror shad. Owner has some beautiful uh, little crankbaits. They're called mirror shads. Uh, they have the gold and red and pink. Uh, those are my two favorite ones. Cast them out there to get bit. It's not a Thomas Boyan. And a gold and red has always been my favorite uh, combination for fin and feather. So. Dipped and bite on. Yeah, dipped and bite on. And I'll tell you what, and then if you want to catch some bass and crappie, from anything else, so there's plenty of stuff you can catch there. Okay, so uh, that's what we're going to be doing next week. So if you're around, come by, see us. We're going to be filming. You can get a chance to be on television. We'd love to have you at Tin and Feather. Okay? And then uh, we're getting ready for show season, as you probably saw and you heard during the show. Um, the shows are starting up. Angler Chronicles will be at the PCS show in Orange. First week in March, we'll have our booth there with all our friends. I imagine we'll be surrounded this time. Um, see, we were in there in the corner, and we had the Christian Syndicate was there. Freedom Boat Club was there. Uh, we have Ben Warmers. We're going to have Fishers of Men right next to us this year, which is a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be uh, Party City, okay? We had Jeanette with uh, Angler Wrestlers there. Um, it was just a lot of fun. I'm hoping that this year will be just as fun. Steve, you're going to be at the pen booth in uh, PCS show, right? Yes, I will. I'll be there with Perfect. Delvon. 
they won't let me wear a red shirt, so I'm just going to have to wear a regular shirt. I, 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 li- I like to stand out, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do what we have to do. Hmm. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Are you going to do any seminars for that? Uh, yes. I, I don't know the, the uh, schedule yet. As they say, consult the show program. But I will definitely be on stage somewhere talking about something. And, uh, and if I spot you in the audience, trust me, you're suddenly going to become part of the show. No problem. <laughs> but you never let me win anything. That's the problem. Hey, we got, no, a, we no, got no, about. I'm you right now, you are not eligible to win anything. <laughs> we, we got about 30 seconds, guys. Um, I have a question. Uh, um, Sergio, go ahead. Well, no, I, you got 30 seconds. I just, again, just want to thank everybody for having me in their thoughts and prayers. Um, it worked. Okay. I'm coming back full bore. Uh, different mentality, different train of thought, but we're going to make it happen just as hard as we always did. And um, glad to be back. Glad to be back. Cool. Glad to be able to stay. I have a question for everybody out there real quick. I want you to all think about it, and I want you to uh, think about why do you fish. It's a lot of reasons. So take care, be kind, love everybody, um, support your country. Support your country. And um, I'm looking forward to next year or this year. What's that? And by the way, if you guys want to see some cool posts, Steve Carson floods Friends of Angler Chronicles. He's got some really great stuff up there. So thank you, everybody. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, on the AM Angels Radio app. We're out. We're out. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.